Just so you're all clear, I spend anywhere from about a million to 1.5 million a month on ads, only between about three or four people. Um, I've deployed much more than that over the years when I've had more clients at one time. At one point I had 27 staff in a marketing agency, three offices, fired most of them, became more of a specialist rather than um, you know, just helping out everybody that I could. A lot of these principles, uh, I've never been able to read them out of a book. I've never been able to find anybody that can actually articulate what I've been able to learn through experience and what I've been able to apply just from using applied psychology. Um, these are all my original strategies. You're not going to find them on Google or anything. I'm teaching you guys these things because you spend a lot of money to be here. Uh, most of the time when people hire me, they spend tens of thousands of dollars just for two to three days of my time as an example for consulting. So without further ado, let's get into problem number one. Uh, most marketers are currently digital clipboard salespeople. You all go around on the internet and you pitch like a motherfucker all the time. You literally are like, hey, go sign up for my webinar, go download my PDF, you know, go sign up for my mini course, um, go join my lead magnet. People have never heard of you, they don't know who you are, you've never actually put in a respectable sales process like you would in real life on the internet. You've been taught time and time and time and time again by every direct response marketer there is to hope and pray for two to three percent conversions. If you got a two to three percent in school, would your parents beat your ass? Probably. Yeah. You'd probably get kicked out of school if you got a two to three percent as a grade. What in the world happened to your standards to think that converting two to three percent of people online is a good thing? It's not. It's complete shit. But marketers through the years, every book you read, every person you're going to study from, the big guys that are currently out there doing this stuff at scale, they teach you the bullshit. Problem number one is most people are digital clipboard salespeople. You ever walk through the mall and have some random guy pull you aside and try to sell you some random shit? How do you feel afterwards? Describe the feeling. Dirty. Dirty? Yeah. It's nasty. You're walking with your family, you didn't expect to be pitched, some asshole who doesn't know who you are, you don't know him. You don't know anything about his company, they walk him and they just pitch you. That is how literally 99% of marketers operate on the internet. For some reason there's this big disconnect between people's mentalities of how you treat somebody in real life and how you choose to market on the internet. I don't know where the disconnect is, but to be clear, it's really simple. You treat people the same way you would in real life on the internet. I'm going to show you how to duplicate a real life sales process. So, so the possibility here is when you respect people in the buying cycle, you're going to get a lot more people to buy from you. You're going to build a credible brand that people actually respect. You're going to get a lot more social proof on all the assets that I'm going to show you to put in front of people strategically. And on top of that, you're going to have a much higher probability to actually get people to buy your shit when you make an offer to them. In addition to that, let me be very clear, social proof on your social media posts is the review for your business. Okay? Where's the locksmith at? Yelp, uh, home advisor, shit like that, that matters a lot to you, right? Why not? I understand. Nice. Because it mattered at the time, right? Yeah. Nowadays, shit doesn't matter at all. What matters is people going to your social media pages and being able to see the other people already fuck with your business. They want to see the other people are already positively interacting with you on your social posts because people don't like to be a lone wolf. Okay? If I have to be a first mover, there's an extremely small percentage of the population that actually has an apex predator mindset, an alpha frame, to be able to take first mover actions. The other 99% of the masses are only going to move when other people have already moved and proved that it's worth their energy. Okay? So I'm going to show you how to duplicate a real life sales process digitally. Problem number two. Most businesses marketing online are a one-legged stool. Okay? 
marketing with Dan Locke. It's uh, July of uh, 2018, moving into August. We're spending a million and then $1.1 million a month, specifically on Facebook and Instagram. The ad spend accumulatively on other ad channels were less than about $50,000 a month at the time. One-legged stool. Dan comes to me and he goes, Jeremy, this is probably the scariest shit I think I've ever been in in business because you built my entire business to millions of dollars a month with me and I'm only executing and I'm only attra attracting customers on this one channel. We have to diversify our spend across other mediums in order to acquire customers. Otherwise, I could wake up and I'm going to be out of business because you built my business on a one-legged stool. So I was like, okay. Week over week, he held me accountable with this pie chart that visualized our ad spend and where it was diversified to. And through a few weeks, we were able to take that down from a million on just Facebook to diversifying that with shout outs, a couple hundred thousand dollars here, a couple hundred thousand dollars on AdWords, YouTube, PPC. Uh, we even moved into LinkedIn through time. So the diversification, one day I woke up, it was November, uh, same thing, 2018. I called it the adpocalypse. I had two different business managers for Dan about 85 ad accounts, operating out of maybe 10 of them. It's a good, it's good uh, principle to make sure that you have multiple ad accounts just in case a few go down. I woke up, every single ad account was shut down. Can you imagine waking up, spending a million dollars on that month? If, if I would've woke up in July or August when that happened, Dan would've been out of business. You probably wouldn't know who he is at this point. Thank God Dan came to me and said, hey, I'm a one-legged stool, we gotta change this shit. Otherwise, I'm gonna go out of business. So, possibility number two is diversifying your ad spend. It's literally critical for the health of your business and for you to get to the point where you can be in business a long time because God forbid, I know, I know how scary it is to wake up every single day and be thinking, God forbid this is the day my ad accounts get shut down again. It's a horrible feeling. So anyway, possibility number two is for you to get consistency and returns, you're gonna diversify. So you're not gonna be a, you're not gonna be a master of one channel, you're gonna be a master of all the channels. Okay, problem number three. Platforms, algorithms, features, fucking bugs, unlimited amount of things that literally change almost every single day. Have you ever experienced a change on one of these algorithms that has completely altered your ability to make more money as a business? Dude, I woke up one day, one of my clients, he's getting about $700,000 a month from organic search results that were coming in. So people on Google would find his business and they'd do business with him. $700,000 a month coming in that way. He's on page one. Woke up the next day, Algorithm change overnight. He's knocked down like page three. $700,000 went down to like $140,000, I think, in less than a week. It's disgusting. That one algorithmic change, literally $600,000 something dollars out of his business in a night. So you gotta find a way. Possibility number three is you gotta tap into the source, okay? Most of you guys, you tap into marketers, you tap into experts, you tap into these fucking gurus that tell you the things that they're learning from the source. There's no magic oracle that you put up to your ear and Facebook and Instagram and Google tell you what's going on. You know what they do? They have these things called newsrooms. This is so important to write down. Facebook newsroom, Instagram newsroom, Google AdWords newsroom, YouTube ads newsroom. These are the companies themselves that put out publicly exactly what algorithmic changes are coming. They don't just say, hey, we made a change. They tell you, hey, listen, we're gonna be making these upcoming changes. This is likely the time frame that it's gonna happen. They do large tests where they affect key people first and then they roll it out to everybody. So you get ahead of the game by being tapped into the newsrooms, not tapped into the experts. Does this make sense? Okay, you're also gonna become a little bit cocky when you get all this information because you're gonna realize how ahead of the game you are and how behind all your friends are and everybody you know in business. 
Most people, I'm not going to make up a statistic for you guys, but it's a large majority, have no fucking clue these newsrooms even exist that give out this kind of information and insight, okay? Um, everybody use Twitter? Does anybody, does it, put your hand up if you use Twitter. Okay, it doesn't even fucking matter if you use Twitter or not. You should be using Twitter because same thing, you need to follow the newsrooms on Twitter, that way you're actually getting notified of these things because you can set up notifications when a specific Twitter account tweets. So every newsroom account, I have a notification set for. So I don't have to literally wake up every day and go in Facebook newsroom, scroll through their page. I just get notified every time a change happens in real time, sent right to my phone through a Twitter notification. Does this make sense? Okay. Problem number four. You've probably been jaded at this point. There's probably been some shit marketer out there that's fucked you over in your business, uh, ruined your confidence levels to be able to go into it and spend as much money as you really want to. Uh, you have all these uncertainty emotions now that are surfacing, fear-driven emotions, scarcity-driven emotions, because you spend money on a marketer, they don't make you the money back. You think, okay, well maybe it's just I'm not gonna make money right away, I'll invest another month or two, and then all of a sudden four months go by, you're like $40,000 deep on your investment, plus ad spend. You made no money, then you make the decision to fire them. And then every other person that might be credible that can actually help you that comes along, you're like, no, fuck that. You know, I haven't, gotten, I haven't gotten any good results doing that yet. So you almost completely give up on it. Your jaded feelings will actually prevent you from advertising altogether. So you gotta understand, shitty marketers and people that you've hired that have held your business back are not reasons to not advertise. Just means you need to become the marketing master. Gee, I mean, the amount of people that outsource being their own marketing master, it's ridiculous. You guys saw yesterday my perfect client traits. Garrett is a fucking marketing master. Dan Locke, marketing master. Ty Lopez, marketing master. I come into their business, the conversations I get to have with them, extremely high level. They understand advanced shit that regular people won't understand because they've taken the time to read the books the marketers recommend, to take courses. Matt, how much you spent on my course the other week? Did you take it yet? Uh, I have my marketing guy take it. Why didn't you take I it? Haven't yet. Why not? I'll be on it. But why not? It's been I understand. It's 52 videos. Yeah. Might take a week. You gotta be the marketing master because then you can hold your guy accountable, you see? You can say with these strategies we're about to go over here lightly that, you've know, that you now have access to in depth to be clear. You get to say, listen, this is what we can do with this. this. You get to keep your people accountable instead of them coming to you and saying, here's the possibilities. You get to say, here's what we're gonna do with this. Let me hold you accountable to produce these results because I know it's possible with what we're doing. So you gotta understand, there's so many different things once again that have jaded you in your marketing efforts. That's because you've hired shitty marketers who don't know what they're doing, but we accept extreme ownership. That means you are the problem because you didn't know how to hold them accountable. Maybe they weren't shitty. Maybe you just weren't following up with them and pressing them to actually get you results. I can't tell you the amount of people. I have 1,900 students that I teach how to start and scale marketing agencies. Out of the 1,900 of them, a majority of them, once they get held accountable, can produce phenomenal results. When they have clients they hire who communicate with them in a, in a you know, whimsical fashion, barely talk to the person. No client to agency relationship, no client to marketer relationship. You don't talk to your team too often. They can't hold the person accountable to produce because they don't know how and what they're doing. So when you accept the responsibility for becoming a marketing master, it doesn't take a lot of time. It just takes understanding the game that's being played. You don't have to do it yourself, but you need to know what game is being played. Does this make sense? So he, he grew a business to $400,000 a month. Now he's shitting his pants every day. Right. Now's an important time to diversify. So to be clear, he focused specifically on Facebook and Instagram to start. Dan Locke, take the principle from my story. Scaled to a million to 1.1 million a month. 
same thing. Probably woke up every day and was shit in his pants. I just didn't recognize that as the advertiser because I was hyper-focused on their results. He came to me and said, I need to diversify because I'm shit my pants every day, thinking I'm a one-legged stool. He changed the game up. Now we're safe. And once again, to be clear, a few months later, the worst case scenario happened and it didn't hurt his business because he was able to diversify. So I agree in the logic of building up first on one specific channel, that's cool, but you're gonna realize the, the anxiety load increases through time, the more that you're spending and the more that you're making on that channel, and you're gonna know when it's healthy to, to diversify. Yeah. You're also gonna know when you don't have the attention or skills to diversify. So there's, there's times for everything. Because I, I was gonna do a lot of in-house myself right now, but if I'm gonna go over three or four different platforms, I might just get a partner. I wanna be clear, I mean, if you try Facebook and Instagram first, and you just ignore all the other ad channels, you might actually be ignoring an ad channel that could get you more results. I know guys who advertise on YouTube that when I try to take them over to Facebook and Instagram thinking that it's gonna be a great idea and that they're gonna make just as much money, if not more, yeah. they flop on fucking Facebook and Instagram. It takes months to test stuff, given that you know, speed, speed to be able to get new assets. But point being, sometimes a business is built for one ad channel and it's not as great on the other ad channels. So testing when you're first getting started is healthy because yeah. you're gonna figure out like, which ad channel you might be getting the best and the, and the least cost on you. You had The strategies that we're going to talk about in the production strategy portion of this presentation will give you crystal clear clarity on what you're asking right now. For now, just let those principles resonate with you. Perfect. Okay, Jeremy, go. Yeah. Uh, or Jesse, I'm yeah. sorry. Jesse, go. First, uh, uh, the first problem about uh, treating people like digital clipboard salespeople, like I literally, like way back in the beginning of my career, like did that, like spinal screening, like go out, and so the idea was like this is going to help you, so it's fine to basically just be a dick and interrupt everyone's day. Yeah, you treat and people I like a statistic. see people uh, from some of that from like 14 years ago. Yeah. But it's not fun, and most, you know, it's repellent for vast majority of people, except yeah. people are like, oh, this is just what I, you know, for whatever reason, that was just worse than that. Everything I've ever heard in sales, uh, you know, I keep my work for Grant Cardone for 13 months, it, you know, king of hard selling, if you will. Uh, every, every day, Grant would just tell me, Dude, it, like the way that I'm trying to market with how you guys hear, hear me doing this now, I would communicate that to Grant. And he would just tell me, press harder, press harder, do, p pitch more, pitch more, pitch more. Because to him, you know, every hundred people, he's going to get one to three people that convert. But to be clear, if I brought a two to three percent F home to my parent, they would beat my ass as a kid if I got that low of a grade in school. The, the market has just accepted that two to three percent conversions is good when it's complete dog shit and the other 97 percent of people that you're communicating with they get that nasty feeling like you guys said. You know, if you walk through the mall and somebody walks up and pitches you and your family while you're walking by, you have no idea who they are and they still pitch at you, you, you know that they're treating you like a stat. That, that's, people carried this over to the internet like it's cool and like it's the thing to do, but in reality it's just been what's accepted to do and it's total bullshit. You'll, you'll find ways through this strategy to make a lot of money, but just same thing, like let that, let that sit and keep working through your brain. 